Hello, I'm Sam Clements, and welcome to the 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest. This is a podcast that celebrates films with a 90 minutes or less runtime, and is usually curated by guests on this podcast. Welcome to our end of the year show! Hooray! It's the end of 2018. Over the course of this episode, we'll be looking back at the first few months of this podcast and our 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest. We'll be revealing the top-grossing films under 90 minutes at UK cinemas, and we'll catch up with some of our pals from the podcasting community. Before then, just to recap the show so far and the 90 Minutes or Less Film Festival, we now have five films in the festival and five full-length podcasts out there that you can listen to, uh, should you so wish. And I'd like to introduce our producer, Louise Owen, who normally sits behind the curtain, pulling all the strings on this show to run through these first five episodes. Hello, Louise. Hello, Sam. Welcome to the 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest podcast. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> thank you for having me on camera. Uh, well, yeah, exactly. On the microphone. You're on mic, mate. So, yeah, so we've been making this podcast since September. Uh, who have we had on and, and what films are currently in the 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest lineup? Well, we've had some great guests on and some equally great films. We started off with the producers with Simon Renshaw early on back in September. We have also had Toy Story with Dave and Kathy from the Cinema Podcast. We've spoken to Kobe Omanaka from the Wire Stripped and Flicks Watcher podcast about Black Dynamite. We've also spoken to Katie Kahn about the wonderful sci-fi film Gravity. And finally, just a couple of weeks last week, we released our latest full-length episode, and that was The Muppet Christmas Carol with Ella Kemp. There you go, what a lineup! Some great guests, some great movies. Uh, what I like so far about this film festival, which we're obviously working towards uh, under the guise of this podcast, it's already a pretty bombastic lineup. Uh, I would qu- hope that um, whatever dates the uh, the real life 90 minutes or less film fest uh, falls on is sometime over summer. So Muppet Christmas Carol feels particularly odd. Surely it makes for a more interesting festival, though. The point of the festival is to watch something you maybe wouldn't usually watch. That is, and if that true. means Christmas films in July... Then Christmas in July it is. What's next? Marmalade for lunch? So, Louise, you've not made a podcast before, but you've been working on this basically for the last six months with me. Uh, how's it going? I'm enjoying it. I am enjoying it. It's uh, been fun to rewatch all of the films, but with a different head on. So you're not just watching a film to watch a film. You're watching a film and you're thinking about, oh, we can talk about this section. Oh, that bit's quite nice. Why don't we talk about this? And then let's not mention that bit. So there's a lot of power um, yeah. in, in, in that role. Um, I don't know if you're allowed to say this as you're part of the 90 Minutes or Less Film Fest planning committee, but do you have a favourite uh, film that we've rewatched for the festival so far? No, all of the films and the pods are like tiny 40 minute long children. I cannot possibly pick a favourite. So you're up for rewatching the producers? Maybe not the producers. <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Louise. Now you need to get back behind the curtain to do more producery things, and I'll uh, I'll carry on with the pod. I'll just go back to pressing the buttons. Press those buttons. And now it feels seasonally appropriate 
to have some New Year's messages from our friends in the pod community. Uh, we asked some of our podcast pals, including some past and future guests, what were their favourite 90 minutes or less watches over the past 12 months, either at home, doesn't have to be a new film, or in the cinema. And they've left a message on the 90 minutes or less answer phone. Hi, it's Dave and Cathy here from the Cinemile. Hello. Uh, well, t- tough one, tough one. 90 minute movies this year. Turns out we couldn't really find any. No. Um, but I... luckily, last night, we had just watched The Muppet Christmas Carol. Yes, that's the most wonderful time of the year. And we wanted to watch something festive. And we picked this one not because of the duration, but we did really enjoy the fact that it was short. Um, it's 82 also, minutes. 82 minutes. It's also just a lovely movie. Um, hadn't seen it in a long time. And it really holds up. You know, it's got a really nice message. It's got lovely songs. It's got Michael Caine in a nightdress for most of the movie. And it's just... Really... <laughs> As if that's a big big draw for people, is it? It's really If you like sweet. Michael Caine in a nightdress, then this is you're going to love this. It's funny and it's sweet and it's just really, really festive and nice. So I definitely recommend it. End of the year watch. Surprisingly faithful adaptation of uh, uh, Christmas Carol yeah. as well. Like he plays it completely straight. Um, but it's, yeah, it's lovely. It's sweet. You've all seen it a thousand times. Just, yeah, watch it again. Bye. Bye. Hey, this is Joe Cunningham. I present the Cinematic Universe podcast. Um, on that podcast, we tend to focus on um, superhero movies, movies and TV that have been adapted from comic books or focus on superheroes, essentially. Um, and I was having a look about his stuff we covered this year. And ironically, for a genre you know, based on superheroes and comic books, not many of the films that we cover tend to run under 70 minutes. In fact, most super... uh, Under 90 minutes, sorry. Uh, So the movie I want to talk about is Popstar Never Stop Never Stopping. Uh, The 2016 movie uh, directed by Akiva Schaefer and Yoma Takon, starring Andy Samberg. Uh, So it's the three Lonely Island guys doing a movie, um, which is, is kind of... I kind of feel like at its heart is a is a veiled Justin Bieber parody, but becomes so much more. But it essentially becomes a modern day This Is Spinal Tap. Every time I revisit this movie, I love it more and more. So yes, pop star, never stop, never stopping. That is my 90 minutes or less selection for this year. Hi, Sam and Louise. It's Michael from the Ghibliotech podcast here with uh, some 90 minutes or less recommendations from the year, hopefully in 90 seconds or less. So you're very fortunate, actually, you two, because two of the best films of the year are both clock in under 90 minutes. That's You and Everly Here and Cold War. But I'd like to highlight a film that might have flown under the radar. It's an animated feature for kids called Teen Titans Go to the Movies, which clocks in at 84 minutes. It's for kids. It has a lot of fart jokes in there. But it also is funnier, weirder, sillier, and more meta than it has any right to be. It's more meta than Deadpool. And it's got the best Stan Lee cameo of the year in. And for a DC movie, that's quite a mean feat. That's my recommendation. Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Let's go and get Katsu soon. Hello, Sam. This is Helen, co-host of the Flix Watch podcast. My film for you is Pavel Paulikowski's probably pronounced that wrong, Cold War. Um, It's not a 90-minute film, it's actually 85 minutes, and those 85 minutes are just an absolute gorgeous, epic, 
romance set in the Cold War. It's presented in a 4.3 aspect ratio. It's black and white. It's got two amazing performances from Zula and Victor. It features jazz clubs, winter in Poland, and dance troops. Definitely my film of the year, if not my film of the last 10 years. Bye. As we're reflecting on the year gone by, let's look at what new 90 minutes or less films have actually been released in cinemas in 2018. At the time of recording, 902 films have been released theatrically. So we're taking these entries that we're about to go through from that official list. We've analysed their box office grosses and we've assembled a top 10 uh, 90 minutes or less movies. But we've also got some honourable mentions because I was lucky enough to see some of these films and I thought they deserved a shout out. So in at 324 on the UK uh, top films list, we've got Lucky, directed by John Carroll Lynch and it's Harry Dean Stanton's final movie role. It's so good. It's such a beautiful film. Uh, And in at 312 is I Got Life. And yes, it does have an exclamation point uh, after the title, so you get to say, I got life! Final honourable mention, we've got Westwood, punk, activist, icon. That's 297 on the national list, a fantastic documentary which came out in March, April of 2018. Uh, Again, available, readily available on streaming services, Uh, so if you've got 90 minutes to fill, uh, do pop that one on. Right, down to business. The 90 minutes or less UK top 10. In at number 10 on our list, but 275 on the UK list, is Paw Patrol. This is a cinematic release uh, based on the popular kids' TV show. In at number 9, Louis and the Aliens. Uh, This is quite a jump. This came in at 121 out of those 902 films on the UK list. Uh, This is just 86 minutes long. It's a beautiful animated family film which did really well over summer holidays. It was released just in time for schools to be off. So populated many a Saturday morning kids club, I think. In at number eight, it's Lynn Ramsey's revenge thriller, You Were Never Really Here, which is getting a lot of love on the uh, end of the year lists, which are are circulating social media and and, and various websites um, as we go into 2019. If you haven't seen this yet, highly recommend checking this one out. It's uh, it's streaming on Amazon if you have that service, but it's also available on Blu-ray and DVD. It looks so good. Uh, So this made it to 119 on the UK list. And, uh, and you can see why when you see the film. It's, uh, it's an independent movie, um, so it had quite a small release, but word of mouth was so strong. People wanted to see Joaquin Phoenix's incredible central performance. There was a lot of uh, re- great reviews for Johnny Greenwood's soundtrack as well, which is available separately. Yes, I do own the vinyl. Um, but more than anything, really, it's just great to see a new Lynn Ramsey film in cinemas. It's been a, a few years now since We Need to Talk About Kevin. I think that was 2011. And, uh, and, and I feel like cinema has been starved for a Lynn. So it's good to see Lynn uh, in our list, in at number eight. Also, uh, in, in sort of the same sort of wheelhouse in the, the festival circuit, uh, as it were, is Cold War, Pavel Pavlikovsky's latest film, which did very well at the Cannes Film Festival in May and then had a summer release. It was good counter-programming to all of the blockbusters and all of that sort of stuff out there. So this little black and white film about this sweeping epic love story uh, made it into 112 on the UK list and number seven on ours. In at number six, 
reverse home invasion thriller Breaking In. Uh, now this made it to 104 on the UK list. Sort of uh, had a bit of a throwaway sort of release, but obviously did very well. Uh, 104 out of 902 is not bad at all. It's a proper Friday night uh, in a multiplex with your mates type of movie. Stars Gabrielle Union and is directed by James McTeague, who did V for Vendetta uh, a long time ago. Since then has done some questionable films with Pierce Brosnan, but I really like V for Vendetta, and, and that was what made me want to see Breaking In. And in at number five, this one's been getting a lot of love from the critical community, which is maybe a little surprising. It's Teen Titans Go to the Movies, uh, number 89 on the UK list. This is a show, uh, a superhero TV show, which plays on Cartoon Network, which I have never heard of before. But this film came out and got fantastic reviews. It's got an all-star voice cast, including Nicolas Cage as Superman. He finally got to do it, guys. And uh, and apparently it's really funny, very self-aware, but it's got really lovely 2D animation in it, and I cannot wait uh, to see it. Number four is family horror sequel Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween, which was released at Halloween, uh, which is quite good when your film ties in with a, with a holiday. This made it all the way to 39 in the UK list and is our number four. Number three in our list is Ardman's Early Man, uh, another beautiful stop-motion animated film from the Bristol-based production company. This is directed by Nick Park, the creator of Wallace and Gromit. Number two on our list is A Quiet Place, which made it to 25 on the on the main UK list, which is r- really stunning considering it's a brand new story not based on a book or a franchise or a comic book or anything. And it's directed by first-time director and star of this film, John Grzynski. So, so yeah, it got fantastic reviews and it was really one of those films which all of the critics said you have to see it in the cinema because it does really interesting stuff with sound. It's good if you do watch this one at home, just make sure you're in a in a nice, uh, you know, sort of quiet room with no no distractions, no phones going off because sound plays such a key part in this. And I think just people keep mentioning you know, how you watch this film, how you watch this film and, and urging people to watch it in the cinema got people to actually come out and, and experience it on the big screen, which is really fantastic. So number two, A Quiet Place and our number one drum roll, please. It's. The Grinch. The Grinch is the highest grossing 90 minutes or less film in UK cinemas this year. It made it all the way to number 13 on the main UK list. This is a new animated version of the classic tale from the filmmakers behind Minions and Despicable Me, also 90 minutes or less movies. Uh, so so yeah, there we have it. The Grinch is, is at number one, and I feel like as we're recording this over Christmas, uh, it might even edge up to maybe in the UK charts, maybe move on from 13 to 12 or 11 or 10. We will see. So there we have it. No 90 minutes or less films in the UK top 10 this year. There have been in, in previous years, but not bad all in all, really. Some of those films are some of the best reviewed films of the year, and it's nice to know that they are eligible for future editions of this show. And finally, back to the 90 minutes or less answer phone for a few more messages from our pod pals. Hey guys, my name is Kobe from The Wire Stripped and Flixwatcher Podcast. And today I'm nominating The Warriors for a film that you should see, which is 90 Minutes or Less for the 90 Minute or Less Film Festival podcast. Yay! Um, the reason I'm nominating The Warriors is because it's a film, it's one of the films which I always think is longer than it is. So it just kind of shows how much they pack in there. 
And it starts off with such a an idealistic viewpoint of all the gangs trying to get together and basically stop crime in New York City. And unfortunately, one of, the, one of the gangs that arrives at the meeting in New York, they feel that they need to step up and ultimately kill the person who's trying to, trying to be the vector of the force of change and lays the blame on our heroes, the warriors. And then it just turns into an escape story. They, the, the warriors just need to escape. How do they escape? Do they escape? Well, what's the film to find out? It's only 90 minutes or less. Hello, Sam. Chris Hewitt here from the Empire Podcast. The best film under 90 minutes that I saw in cinemas this year was... Teen Titans Go! Exclamation mark. To the movies. Yes. For real. I saw it on an afternoon off in Los Angeles, and though I'd heard good things from the likes of Helen O'Hara and Robbie Collin, I wasn't fully prepared for what I saw. A spin-off from a kid's cartoon, it somehow managed to be arguably the funniest movie of the year with an array of pitch-black gags aimed squarely at adults, but also the kind of spot-on piss-take of superhero films that would keep Deadpool awake at night. It has the best last line of any movie this year, which I won't spoil here, and for me it has the movie song of the year as well, an upbeat inspirational song about life featuring Michael Bolton. Oh, did I not mention that it's also a musical? My bad. Anyway... It's incredible, it moves at a real lick, and it clocks in at a mere 84 minutes, including credits. And that is how it's done. Oh, and Nicolas Cage plays Superman. Anyway, enough waxing lyrical. Go see it. Don't worry if you haven't seen the TV show. I hadn't, and I loved it. Bye! I, uh, I've shamed more people for using their phones in the cinema than you've had hot dinners, Becky. <laughs> And I'm the person who will absolutely shush you if you talk during the pre-roll adverts. Amy! <laughs> and this is, well, we are from, and then what? The podcast, podcast all about stories! And uh, lovely Sam and Louise have asked us to pop on and just talk about our favourite films of the year. Not necessarily this year, but just any films we've watched this year that have mm. crucially been under 90 minutes. So my pick is um, Paris is Burning, <laughs> darling. Um, so it's quite an old film. It's a documentary from 90, well, the late 1980s. Mm. The reason it means a lot to me... Oh, sorry, that's Flick the Cat. She's the third host of... Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you're a fan of drag queens, drag race, anything, basically Paris is Burning is like the, the Rosetta Stone of that. It's yeah. like... A, it's quite literally in places like a glossary of terms. For, mm-hmm. So reading, shade balls um or like not like those balls but like <laughs> basically the, the the culture in in black harlem in the 1980s that, yeah. where all this was born from you know category is and executive realness and all that kind of stuff that, it's not just drag yeah. culture though is it? yeah it's like um black culture which has then been appropriated and become like internet culture yeah it's basically if you want to understand why people talk the way they do yes you watch paris is burning exactly if you want to know where yas came from watch paris is mm. burning. it's it's like this, this little nexus uh, from a very specific time and place mm. from which everything <laughs> that, that we seem to have adopted has been born. And it's just... And you can watch it on Netflix for free. Well, you need to pay for the Netflix, but... Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's that's a film that's meant a lot to me this year, despite being quite an old one. Yes. <laughs> but it's only 76 minutes long. I mean... Pretty good. Perfect. <laughs> and how about you, Amy? I really struggled to find a film <laughs> <laughs> under 90 minutes. There My God. Especially all the new releases this year. Yeah. I couldn't find a single one under no. 90 minutes. No. What? 
the hell. I know. But I think a film I watched this year that was under 90 minutes, which is awesome, and it's, it's a classic, like people oh, yeah. probably have watched it, is Attack the Block. Yes! <laughs> so I watched this because it had uh, favourites John Boyega mm-hmm. and Jodie Whittaker, a.k.a. Yeah. The Doctor, in it. Um, it's actually just really bloody good. Like, I have a real <laughs> thing for British comedy. Yeah. Like, the sense of humour that Brits have were very specific to very us. Very specific to us. And then if you mix that with another genre, so I'm mm. thinking of the Cornetto trilogy. Yeah. And there's a film coming out called The Kid Who Would Be King. Yeah. Which seems like a similar thing but King Arthur y. Oh cool. Set in a school with like a little chubby boy who Aww. becomes King Arthur. Yeah. And yeah, I think Attack the Block has that sense of humour. Mm-hmm. But in a sci fi setting, yes. it's really tense. It's like so pacey. Yeah. I really love films where like nothing is wasted. Yeah. Where everything makes sense so um sam louise i hope you enjoyed that so that is we recommend paris is burning and attack the block well thank you so much for having us thank you um and if anybody wants to listen to us in more length um, <laughs> we are and then what pod on some of your favorite social media channels um well merry christmas everyone and a happy 2019 <laughs> bye well there you have it 2018 over and out Thank you so much for listening. Uh, it's been great having you aboard, uh, whether you've been listening from the beginning or if you've joined this uh, this ship as we've been navigating the 90 minutes or less waters. Thank you so much to our, our pod guests, all of the, the pod pals who left messages on our answer phone. And a big thank you to producer Louise, who I just couldn't make this show without. Uh, so thank you for, for joining me on Mike Louise. We're going to be off for a couple of weeks now whilst we work on our next episode, which will drop around mid-January. But until then, we've got five full episodes online, as Louise mentioned, so do go down the feed and listen to them if you haven't. Uh, If you do have a listen, uh, please leave us a rating or a review. It's really helpful for directing new listeners to the podcast. This episode was edited and produced by Louise Owen and me, Sam Clements. The music is by Martin Oswick and our artwork is by Sam Gilby. And as always, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at 90minfilmfest. Just drop us a tweet, tag us in a gram, why not? We love hearing from you. Uh, Thank you very much for sticking with me to the very end, and we'll see you next year. Roll on, 2019. Okay, it's on. The device is on. Let's get it on.